Welcome to 18 Minutes of Workplace Horror Stories and Helpful Tips. We are Jeff DeWolf and Todd Chandler, and this is Braving Bad Bosses. Jeff is the president of Wolf Prairie, a leadership and organization development firm. He doesn't even have a boss. And Todd is lucky enough to have the best boss ever, and I'm pretty sure he'd say that even if his boss wasn't listening. But over the years, we've both seen a lot oh, yeah. and learned a little. And we're not too shy about passing judgments and armchair quarterbacking the way things should be. So join us for a pint this week as we discuss The Blaming Boss. All right, Jeff, tonight's horror story comes from a listener of ours. We'll call her Eleanor. And uh, Eleanor. Here's Eleanor's story. When I worked for a large executive search firm, I was put with a notorious difficult practice leader. So it's starting off right off the bat yep. here with like notorious difficult. Yeah, he's difficult. I had never done this kind of work before. One time after leaving a client meeting, we got in her car. She turned to me and she asked how I thought the meeting went. It was my first time in a meeting like that, so I didn't really know. I said, I thought it went okay. She said, that was the worst client meeting I have ever had, and it's all your fault. Ouch. Ouch. I was speechless. I was brand new to her group and was still learning a ton. How could it have been all my fault? I had never had a boss that made me feel responsible for things that I had no control over. It was a terrible feeling. It was 20 years ago, and I can still remember how helpless I felt. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Jeff. Wow. What is the issue here with the blaming boss? You know, it's, it's, it's funny, but I know this particular listener. <laughs> she, uh, I've known her for many years, and um, I respect. <laughs> she is the sweetest, nicest person, okay? So um, when, I, when we received this one, I thought, first of all, I felt like I want to go punch this <laughs> this woman, if I didn't, I don't punch women. Wanted, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it just like, really? I mean, she's like the sweetheart. Yeah. Um, so, so, so clearly I, I can relate a little bit to this one. Yeah. But, you know, what's so, um, ob this is obnoxious on many different levels. Yeah, it is. So, you know, first off, the, uh, the, the boss to really sucker punch. It was a sucker punch. Uh, Eleanor here by. <clears throat> How do you think that went, Eleanor? Right. Yeah. And, you know, and then. Wrong. Eleanor it was terrible. Right. And it was all your fault. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. only was it terrible, but it's your fault. Yeah. So let's start off. If, if, if and this was 20 years ago, so it's still yeah. stinging it poor is. Eleanor. It is. First um, thing came to her mind when she saw that request. So let's start with a little bad boss rehab. The blaming boss. What could we have done to help prevent the blaming I boss? I don't really want to help this boss. <laughs> I just want her to go away. Well, right. for Eleanor's sake, okay. what if we what if we could help the blaming boss and Eleanor had a better experience? Wouldn't that be nice? Y yes, it would. All it right, would. Okay. all right, all right. So, what would we tell this boss who has this young kind of kind of new employee just added to the team, very inexperienced, brought along on the sales call, and would go back into the car after what was probably a negative meeting, a bad meeting? Yeah. You know, let's give her the yeah. benefit of the doubt. Maybe it was a bad meeting, a bad client meeting. Clear, clearly, the boss was feeling, I'm guessing, emotionally charged at this point. The boss well, boss was coming out of one of the worst client meetings they'd ever been in. They're According not feeling good. And so they are kind of taking the rage out on poor Eleanor here. Um, but I think from a boss rehab, it, it really goes back to the very beginning. Like, the boss screwed up before the meeting even took place by not having clear criteria or measures of success spelled out to Eleanor, that she and Eleanor would agree like, okay, what are we going to get out of this meeting? Here's what success looks like. 
that's exactly what I'm thinking. If yeah. this was an important client meeting, right. why in the heck is this is this boss allowing Eleanor to play a role, like, like a key role that could right. affect the outcome of the meeting if right. she's brand new and hasn't had any, you know, whatever. Right. So, so you know, from a bad boss rehab standpoint, number one, don't put a brand new employee in a position where they're going to screw up a client meeting. Give them, right. you know, give them some coaching, you know, demonstrate for them what this thing is supposed to look like. Don't, don't do whatever you did. But that, you know, so yeah, so right off the bat, it was her fault to begin with. The layers are horrible on this. Not clear expectations. Put Eleanor in charge of it. Then the feedback wise, I'm sure she heard somewhere along the line when providing feedback, get the person to share their perspective first. Oh, so yeah. she asked this question in the guise of that, yeah. but she didn't really ask to get her perspective. Disingenuous. Yeah. yeah. And then to just come out with vagueness, that was the worst client meeting I've ever been. And it's all your fault with no specifics as to what actually drove that. So, I don't know, it's like five things this blaming boss did wrong. Right, yeah. right, right. So, it's, it, you know. I blame so, her. So, so cl- yeah, so cl- <laughs> clearly, I mean, we're here because there's a lot of bad bosses in the world, right? Hey, blaming so, boss, so, I blame right. you. So, bad boss rehab, set expectations. Yep. Make sure you don't throw a new person into the deep end before yep. they're ready, whatever the case is. And you know what? When you go back to debrief the meeting, don't don't set them up with a right. sweet little, how do you think it went? And <sighs> then blast them with it's all your fault. Yep. That, it's just there's a lot of immaturity there. So, so we're going to hope that this boss kind of grows up and stops acting My like instinct is I want to punch the blaming boss, too. I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt that she didn't set her up maliciously. She was just emotionally charged, and she set her up incompetently. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of that going around. <laughs> I guess I guess most bad bossage is due to incompetence and not to maliciousness. Although, we certainly have seen some of the no, maliciousness. I've seen, I've seen some maliciousness. I've seen some really bad people yep. doing bad things. All right. But, okay. All right. Enough, so, enough <clears throat> rehab. All right. Let, so, let's, let's go to Eleanor. Let's okay. help Eleanor out with this. So, Eleanor, what do you do? You're brand new in this role. I guess you want to you want to get better at this role. You just got sucker punched yeah. in the car yeah. by a boss that you has the power and yeah. you, that you're trying to respect. Right? Yeah, I think the first thing you do is say the worst meeting you've ever been. This is my first one. It was the best. It was great. <laughs> what exactly was so bad about it, boss? Yeah. I'm, I'm really really sorry that you feel that way. They only get better from here. <laughs> So, um, you know, it, in this situation, it's always really difficult like this. And I'm sure she, poor Eleanor probably felt like just sulking under the, the car seat, like just, you know, dropping down to, to try to get away from it. And it's tough in a car like that because you're trapped. Like you can't even get up and walk out at that point. Yeah. 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 yeah no, no kidding. Yeah. So. Um, so. What do we do to coach Eleanor on this? I think, you know, and it, w- when you think about trying to remain calm in a situation like that and trying to get more specifics around the feedback, um, I think one of the easiest things to do is to do the empathic listening back and so to reflect back what the boss is saying. And in this situation, you're frustrated because you feel like that was a horrible meeting. I think because clearly the boss in this situation is emotionally charged and you're not going to be able to have a decent conversation with her until that emotion is released. And the best way to do that is to acknowledge the emotion. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really tough to do when you're feeling insulted and put down right there on the spot. But I want want to drill down into the issue of being blamed. Yeah. I mean, the boss, for some reason, decided that 
she was to blame. Sure. You know, sometimes clients are to blame for a bad client meeting. Sure. You know, you go in, you got you got your sure. you got your sales pitch, you got your issue going on, but the client is just not buying it. So right. you can have a really bad client meeting, but it's just based on the fact the client was in a bad mood or wasn't interested. So, um, I mean, I, w- I would definitely recommend that she do whatever she needs to do to not necessarily react to the, you know, become defensive about it, but to say, you know, to kind of own up and say, wow, um, I'm so new that I would have no idea that was a bad meeting. Boss. Sure. I mean, can you tell me, can you coach right. me a little bit on what I need to do differently or what, you know, what does a good meeting look like? Right. Because I thought that looked okay. Right, right. I mean, I think that's a. I mean, that just sort of diffuses the situation a bit, doesn't it? And oh, I love that. Because I, I, I think being able to say, teach me, give me advice, is a great tactic to use in this situation to be able to say, wow, let, help me learn from that. What, what yeah. did I do? What, yeah. what did you see that I did um, ineffectively on that? And what can I do better uh, going forward? I think immediately diffuses the situation and starts to put the boss back into a coaching, teaching mode to, to be able to happen. I, yeah. think, th- I think, though... There, there's a, a skillful way, it's tough when you're brand new and in this position, to be able to lead a conversation with the boss to be able to start to neutralize some of the blame. So to, to make it a little bit more objective. And I, yeah. I do think it's helpful to help move on past it for Eleanor to take some ownership on this, even if she doesn't feel it. Just say, oh my goodness, exactly that. You know, Help me learn this. All right, can we just run through the meeting in more detail? What did you see that went badly and let the person start talking and then be able to summarize a little bit more maybe to yeah. point some of the blame yeah. at to the clients at some of the other circumstances some of the other things that may have happened that could shift the blame from you yeah yeah one of my one of my business mentors um uh, has a phrase he says quite regularly and it, it's always joking when he says it but it, it strikes true in this first rule of business assign blame oh <laughs> Well, the boss is really good at that in this story. Yes, yes, exactly right. I I think there's an opportunity to say, okay, help me learn, and then help through conversation and debriefing start to spread the blame a little bit more for Eleanor so that she doesn't walk away from that feeling like she's owned it all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, the, you know it, it, I'm just, I need to get over the fact that every single time we talk about these things, it seems as if we're asking followers who are trying to survive under bad bosses to be the bigger person, yeah. to be the the more mature person, and I don't, I, you know, I'm not necessarily sure that that's fair. Sure, um, it's not fair, right? But isn't it reality? That's I mean, absolutely it's reality. reality. We got people who are put into positions of power, who are, you know, all of the things, immature, you know, right. doing stuff like this in this story. Um, there's nothing we can do about that. You know, so we have two choices, right? We can quit, right, and go find another company, right, and go work for another boss, right. Most likely a bad one, right. Or we can figure out a way to survive under this, um, get smart about how we react, get smart about what we say, sure, um, and and make the make the most of it. And you sure, know, there, I think I think like this is a perfect example. Eleanor may. As she progresses in her career working with this person, that she, you know she may get into a rhythm of knowing what this person expects, and right. and frankly, Eleanor may get better at her job in these client meetings and meet right. expectations. But you know, we may never be able to get rid of the boss who's just an immature boss who's going to spring crap like this on us in the car on, in the parking lot. 
Yeah, I think the the, the challenge is, and, and I would add a third option in with that category. There are no so other options. <laughs> that's it. I'm sorry. That is it's it. It, it is quit, a switch. It is a light quit switch. Quit or it succumb. Is on. <laughs> is to because um, if you succumb, there's two options on that. Okay. One, it, it's almost kind of quit and stay, right? So I I could quit and and hunker down like survive in the standpoint of like I'm just going to endure this and I'm going to get through it in any way I but can. But that sucks. That's no that way to sucks. live. Or I can stay, I can survive and engage. And and I <laughs> Are you a Walking Dead fan? I have watched a few episodes. Using the term survive made me think this is kind of the the maybe this analogy doesn't totally play, but you figure you get a bad bus, you're basically thrown into a zombie apocalypse. Like it's a horrible, unfair situation, right? So you can quit, <laughs> kill yourself, give up, or you can survive and try to find scraps wherever you can and just kind of barely keep 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 out of it. Scraps. You need firearms is really what you need. Right, as exactly. As ammunition exactly. as you can get. Or you can survive and thrive and that is start to figure out a way to grow food it's like a and new normal even in the yes the adapt and deal with it um and they don't have to be mutually exclusive you can figure out a way to survive within that environment and keep your options open to be able to, to grow and anytime you have attempted to make things better and didn't that's still going to position you better for something down the road that's a good point and you know the other thing too i think that people need to remember is when you find yourself in a situation where you're dealing with a person like eleanor's boss if, in fact, w- the way this has been described is true, it won't be long, and Eleanor will have a new boss. Right, right, right. <laughs> people, people like this do not necessarily survive for that long sure. in, in this kind of environment. They will hang themselves, they will do something, and yep. they will be gone. Yep. And so when, if you find yourself in a situation where you've got a boss who is this immature or this whatever... I like where you're headed with this. And I, I think one of the things is how do you survive and protect yourself from being blamed in the future? What's a tip we can give Eleanor and all the others no, that's out there? That's a great suggestion. I would, I would say this exact. I would say this. As soon as Eleanor realizes that she has a blaming boss. Yes. Before she does anything, any meeting of any importance or any particular task or project, she specifically requests the measures of success. Yep, yep, yep. Don't even go into that meeting and say, hey, boss, hey, before we go in here, hey, before we go in, let's pause a moment in this in the car and talk yep. about this. Yep. What would a good meeting look like to you? Yep. yep. Make the boss articulate it at that moment. Yep. Oh, hey, there's Hell's Bells. All right. Time to wrap it up, buddy. Okay. So that means uh, at this point we need to really kind of buckle down and get to brass tacks here or whatever. Rubber meets the road. Yeah. <laughs> Analogies and, uh, are all well all right, and good. All right. So yeah. let's, let's use our quit scale on this one. So you're Eleanor. You're in the situation. Uh, scale of one to ten. Uh, one being brave it out, ten being bail out, go find something else. Where would you put this one? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to quit there in the car, but uh, I, <laughs> I'm. I, I'm definitely updating the resume. Are that you going to burst into tears in the car? Yeah, I, I burst into tears all the time. So that that you're going to update given, the resume after this? <laughs> after this? Oh yeah, heck yeah. Are you serious? This, the way this boss reacts with the severity of this is not a coachable trait to change this is kind of a little bit inherited who they are i'm not going to quit right off the bat and i'll have the conversations but i'm updating the resume i'm gonna put this one in a six wow yeah okay okay yeah wow sounds like you might rate it a little no, lower i'm thinking i'm thinking that uh, if i like this line of work and i like this job yeah you know i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna bail out after this first bad experience with his boss i'm gonna do, i'm gonna do a three yeah 
Yeah. You know, again, we're. I think we're. I think this is. You know, the story shows that she is new in the role. Yeah. This is not a recurring thing yeah. at this point. This yeah. is just like a very, a very impactful event that happened at the at the early part of her career. I wish I knew the rest of the story. Yeah. You know, I know that there's like an, a there was an adrenaline spike that has registered this in her memory banks over these twenty years. But I wonder how it progressed. The fact I, that she's not still working for this. <laughs> person probably tells me that she didn't put up with this for long but um so summarize what you know you're in the situation your boss just blindsides you with the sucker punch of a that was a crappy meeting and it was all your fault take the sucker punch on the chin with pride and then make sure you follow up with lots of writing and lead the conversation on being able to get expectations clearly spelled out ahead of time. So we're we're again asking asking this this poor person to um, survive. Yes, to, to be the bigger person. Yes. to to take the punch. Yep, to not immediately react yep. emotionally or whatever. Right, but to ask questions. Yep, Is that what you're saying. Ask questions, boss. Yep. Gee, wow. Um, I you know, talk to me. Right, what was wrong? What was right? What can we do differently going forward? Probably not in the moment because I think it's still emotionally charged. But you're in the car, so what do you say in the car? I think in the car, wow, that's. I, I think they start to debrief the the meeting a little bit more. Okay. To say, tell me more. You're you're upset because you felt like that meeting went horrible. But what does that look like? What 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 made it bad? Okay. Yep. And so that's part of taking it on the chin. So not a good idea at that moment to say, what do you mean it's my fault? It's your fault. You're the boss. You've been doing this for 20 years, 15 years, whatever. Yeah. I'm the brand new at this. Why, how is it my fault? Do you, so you, you would recommend don't be defensive immediately? That would be my recommendation. How, how does one do that? I wish I, if I could figure that out, yeah. I would be much better off. Well, yeah, you got you to gotta, you, you, you gotta not let that inner, inner voice just come right out and start screaming. Okay, well, we'll leave it at that. The best stories are the ones that we hear directly from our listeners. So we'd love to hear your specific horror story. So go to wolfprairie.com backslash badbosses, all one word, and leave your story with us, and we'll discuss it. We'll be judgmental, but we won't share your name. <laughs>